Common Sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Welcome to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for climbing aboard today. You can find the pod most everywhere you get your podcast, including Spotify, the WDBO app, and WDBO.com. I'm also on the radio each and every weekday, 5 to 9 a.m. with Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez. Stream us there in the WDBO app. It is time to catch up with Brian Kilmeade. You hear Kilmeade 9 to noon every weekday on WDBO. Brian, of course, of Fox News as well. And among the topics of conversation today, a major focus on so-called voters' rights and President Biden's fiery speech in Atlanta, Georgia on Tuesday. Did the president move the needle any? Is it hypocrisy at its worst by President Biden? And we also dovetail on the topic of my last podcast, which was why are members of Congress so filthy rich? Here's that chat with Brian now. Brian, let's uh, begin with President Biden banging his fist on the podium in Atlanta yesterday, saying he's sick of being quiet. He is standing against voter suppression, wanting the filibuster to be removed. Where's the voter suppression? Brian, you, you tell me. I mean, th- this is all about voter integrity, isn't it? Where, where is the suppression out there? Uh, I mean, it was so unbelievable, the speech over the top, cranky and angry. Uh, the content was there to please Al Sharpton, not to hit us with facts. He goes to Georgia, which is overwhelmed with the Georgia National Championship. Obviously, the embarrassment of baseball moving its all-star game. Uh, you know, they, And then they come back and win the World Series. And then you have the president go down. Jefferson Davis or Lincoln, decide which side, uh, which side you are on, really? Do you know in 1977, of course, I didn't know this till this morning, that Senator Joe Biden voted to restore Jefferson Davis's citizenship? <laughs> Really? Isn't that interesting? Then they took it away when he tried to get it back in the 1870s. So let's just go visit that. What would Senator Byrd, the Grand Wizard, have said about Jefferson Davis or Abraham Lincoln? I think it would have sided with Jefferson Davis, who basically Joe Biden spoke as a keynote speaker, uh, whatever you call it, at his uh, eulogy uh, when he passed away, the West Virginia senator. And then he said, we had to blow up the filibuster. We have no choice. And these Republicans, you're not with me. You're Jefferson Davis. Interesting, because Obviously, Republicans and Lincoln, same side. I don't know how, I don't know if he needs a history lesson, uh, but we know where Republicans would stand on that. And Bull Connor, really? Yeah. You're this guy, a raging racist segregationist? That's, this is the great unifier. I'm just, as you know, I, as you can hear, I'm outraged by that speech and the way it was delivered with venom and anger. And it's just inaccurate. What they did is they're tightening up the pandemic rules, they are still extending early voting. They're doing that in Texas, too. They're saying if you get online and the polls close, we will count your vote if you are online. Uh, the hope is there's not going to be a line. And when you are when you sit there and able to give people pizza and uh, Coke and uh, refreshments, that is a way of swaying the vote. It is not denying water to people in long lines. We're not saying the polls close at 5 o'clock. Therefore, if you're a 9 to 5 or you won't be able to vote, that is just flat-out inaccurate. And he does not even have the votes to overturn the filibuster, let alone overturning the filibuster. So what a colossal waste of time. You know what the biggest story is? Mm-hmm. Inflation, up to 7%. Mm-hmm. When he took office, it was 1.2%. Yeah. Gas is up again. I mean, 
These are the we can't get workers to work in restaurants or hotels. That is the story. You make up this story that Donald Trump is trying to steal the vote and take over an election. Who is drawing up this format for him? Yeah, it was totally irresponsible rhetoric, like you said. The Jim Crow 2.0 and Jefferson Davis and Bull Connor, totally irresponsible. Is it telling, though, that really the the poster person for, quote, suppressing the vote, Stacey Abrams, did not even show up to the president's speech there in Georgia yesterday, Brian? Yeah, and and his security organization, I believe, including the NAACP, that did not show up and give their blessing. And I'm looking at some of the MSC and MSNBC pundits, and they were saying that it was very uh, general and wasn't specifics. And the thing is, we've been through this before. I mean, we said, why can't Trump pass this? Why can't Trump pass that? Well, because you need 60 votes. You know, he's got 50 votes. So there's only so much he can do, and he doesn't have his own party. Much like Susan Collins, Senator Mikowski in the past, who are moderates from a Purple state didn't go along. It's not because Trump is a terrible president. And to be honest, it's not because Joe Biden is a terrible president. He does not have the votes. That's the way it works. So what happened is this was designed for this. This is what I want. What does it take to get 10 Republicans? Is it indeed possible? And then what you do is you offer legislation and try to win people over. Now, it sounds easy that I, uh, easier for me because I just described it that way. Well, Joe Biden was supposed to bring us back to that because he knows how to do it and he's done it in the past, they say. But he's not even trying. I mean, he can't get Joe Manchin. And the thing is, Joe Manchin shouldn't be doing this because that's not what the people that put him there want to see happen. And he's an institutionalist and he does not really want to blow up the filibuster. I'm watching. I remember when Mitch McConnell just told Donald Trump, no, we're not blowing up the filibuster. Donald Trump would rail against Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's like, yeah, we can't do that. You know, we just mm-hmm. can't do it. Yeah. What happened to that? Yeah. I have a montage rolling today of old Democrats saying, how dare Republicans consider turning over the filibuster? Do they not know that we had a, we have a VCR at home? Yeah, it just makes you wonder, is he trying to lose? Like, like he lost BBB. Uh, it looks like he's setting himself for another loss here because he knows he doesn't have mansion in cinema. Real quick, I've got to ask you about Kevin McCarthy, the House Minority Leader. He says he's considering limiting or prohibiting members of Congress from trading stocks while in office if Republicans win in November. I read a poll that 76% of Americans agree with that, but Nancy Pelosi, who's worth over 100 mil, she's not. I, I wonder why Pelosi is not in favor of this idea, Brian. couple of things. I did not know, I, I, and that's my fault. I did not know because I saw Senator Burr getting trouble for this because Senator Burr evidently got some word about the collapsing stock or what they're doing with health care, and they accuse him of trading stock prior to passing this law. Obviously, it's a problem. That's why I thought he was losing his spot. So I, I didn't focus on this. Of course, they should not be allowed to trade stocks. This is service. It's not a way to profit. You know, if you hear that, you know, uh, we're going to pass a massive health care legislation, and you find out that Joe Manchin's going to flip sides and going to vote. And then you quickly call your broker and say, dump this, pick this up. Yeah. Obviously, that's insider trading. Mm-hmm. And for Nancy Pelosi to push back is totally selfish. For her to get a pass is unbelievable. I remember uh, George Bush, you know, when you're a president, you go into a blind trust. And I remember when, this, when the market fell and, you know, Bush goes out in office. I remember I had a chance to see him at a golf match nine months later. And I said, now that you're out of your blind trust, what do you think? He goes, I got destroyed. 
Mm. And, uh, you know, obviously for the bushes destroyed, not like you and I, <laughs> yeah, but he right. got destroyed. <laughs> he couldn't move anything around. Yeah. And of course that that should be the law. The big thing is I am not for what Kevin McCarthy's doing with trying to say, if I take office, uh, Eric Swalwell, if I become speaker, Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff and you and Omar will be off committees. I, I think it's just a terrible, can someone please act like a grown up? I'm not fans of either, uh, all three of them, but I just think it's a terrible precedent what Democrats have done. You know, polling Boebert and others off committees. And unless it's a murder, O.J. Simpson murders his wife and doesn't get convicted and stays in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think that's a good trend. No. I, you know, unpopular lightning rod uh, politicians should not be pulled off like, uh, you know, uh, Congressman Gates, I, I, because you, know, you don't like them. You know, so I, I would like to see someone be mature and people are going to get mad at me for saying that. But I, I would just, can someone be the grown-up in the room? Much appreciation to Brian Kilmeade for coming on the pod today. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says Podcast. Find me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.